This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. Once again, we are going to continue working through a book published in 2023 entitled The Great Dechurching, Who's Leaving, Why Are They Going, and What Will It Take to Bring Them Back? Today, we are just trying to lay a foundation um, that we're going to build off later. So there's going to be maybe a, a few stats thrown at you throughout today. Really, the working premise is that there is no group that's immune to this great change that has happened in our society starting in the, in the, in the 1990s. So here, I'm just going to read a couple things. It says, almost evenly split between men and women, Roman Catholics, Protestants, and those who identify as other Christian, which is weird for me because in my mind there are only two choices for Christian. You're either Roman Catholic or you're Protestant, so I don't even I don't even know how to define other Christian. Um, have all dechurched equally at thirty a little over thirty percent. So it's not like it's just affecting one segment of the quote Christian population. Presbyterians have lost about forty five percent of their attendees over the last twenty five years, and quite honestly, that is driven strongly by the PC USA departures. Uh, Methodists at thirty seven percent, Baptists at twenty nine percent, Pentecostals at twenty six percent, baby boomers at thirty five percent, millennials somewhere around twenty percent. Blacks at 26%, whites at 27%, Hispanics at 14%, Asian Americans at 34%. I think you're getting the picture. So it's kind of always fun to point over and say, oh, this is their problem. Mm -hmm. And I think what the book is saying is, well, I think it's our problem. Um, Everybody's being touched by this. What do you make of that? Just off the bat, any just observations, any comments, any insights that you you would want to make? Well, I think you, you talked about the PCUSA. So I think that the drift from orthodoxy always contributes to de-churching. Um, they're, they're, and whether that might be just a dissatisfaction with the local church or a theological crisis, when you when you move away from the orthodox faith, um, you're, you're going to see a shrinking, not a growing. You guys talked about this uh, earlier this week with Josh and Andrew that um, when, when you when you see when you bite into the lie that being more progressive or more open to cultural tensions and teachings that are uh, against scripture in trying to catch the crowd, you'll actually get the opposite um, mm-hmm. at the bottom of that. So I think some of that is true, particularly in that category, especially with at looking at that great 45%. And I think across the board, when that broad 30% category, one of the things that helps us here is to recognize that it's not all the same category or all the same concerns that people leave their churches for a variety of reasons and come from a variety of faith backgrounds. That's important mm-hmm. to keep in mind. So just look at the numbers. It's kind of, um, you don't know the reasons behind exactly why. Some of them could be good reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, there's bad things going on in the church or the bad things being taught and they're leaving. And then some of them are just people apostatizing and turning away. There is a whole bunch of reasons. So 
these guys were just saying there isn't a uniform this is the cause for all of these departures so over the course of the next while we're going to dive into specific um, groups that have left Mm -hmm. as they've taken the data and put them into different categories but let's just stay broad for for today here are different reasons that people have given for for leaving the church and when we say leave the church that doesn't mean they left one church and started attending another church Mm -hmm. what this means is they just stopped going to church and these are the reasons some are just unintentional it wasn't their intention but they didn't set out to become de-churched it just kind of was a slow drift and eventually they just decided you know what i'm not going to church uh move to a new location some just prioritize career or social networks um, children's sports and other activities COVID 19 some were just genuine pain that was caused and they lost hope and faith in the institution of the church or in the christian faith so Spiritual, physical abuse in the church, hypocrisy among church members and leaders, sexual sexual ethics, political synchronism or political disagreement, suffering, racism or bigotry, perceived lack of relevance or real answers to the world's problems, victims of pastoral malpractice, um, just the draw of the world and, and the flesh. So from these reasons are there any that really surprise you which ones are the ones that you would say oh i've i've experienced some of those i've encountered people in my life that that has been the reason that they've given so just put some some human flesh on this this list of reasons i think for me we had a really heartbreaking family um leave our church or become de-churched and i think it's a combination of being unintentional and children's sports and activities I remember the day we uh, baptized uh, these two young sons um, in their family and their parents made the commitment to raise them in the covenant community. And then they reached um, the age where they could play travel baseball. And the teams they joined were games on Sundays and travel weekends. And we lost them 30 weeks a year. And then it was Christmas and Easter and then it was just gone. Mm-hmm. And it, it and it shocked me that they could that there was this disconnect between uh, the the covenant commitment they made in our church family and how easily it felt that was given up for the sake of hopeful future baseball careers. Yeah. Um, I've seen seen that, and that, I think that's become more prevalent as Sunday ha, has lost the um, the sheen of belonging to the church, mm-hmm. uh, and sports leagues have begun to encroach upon that. Yeah, I'm going to say something that I I didn't think I would ever say in my whole life, mm -hmm. but I've witnessed a family de-church over Irish dancing. Mm. Their girls were in Irish dancing, and they traveled extensively for them to participate. Mm -hmm. So it's not just sports. Yeah. And I take the opportunity here, any parents that are listening, this is a reality that I think as parents we need to remember and to consider that – there is a very small percentage that our children are going to be you know, football next Patrick Mahomes or yeah. Tom Brady or athletes, you know, make it big what? and pro and, or even be the next, you know, Lord of the dance or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, we will face Christ 100%. So as a parent, I call upon you to weigh and to pray about what is better to get your kid to the sporting event that they're not going to do for the rest of their life or to get them into the house of God where they will hear the gospel and be re, have a better chance of being redeemed for eternity. Well, uh, you know, the one of the nice things that we could say, I mean, put a, a you know, 
you know, rosy picture on it. These people love their children. If you truly love your children, you know, I, I think that what you have to understand is uh, – Children need God in their life, and the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. And by by delaying their by delaying those decisions that they make about a, a real commitment to Jesus Christ until their teens, you will lose them for the church. You will lose them for you. You will lose them for eternity too. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a real need for us to uh, you know, be drawing our ch- children to church. They need God in their life. The sooner the better. They need them from. They need to be able to learn. Christ on the knee of their parents. They need to be able to uh, know who he is. The things that are missing on this list, you know, you know, the reason people stay, you know, you, we got reasons why they left. Why did they stay? Mm-hmm. And every, every reason somebody would stay centers around Christ and God. Yeah, you had asked, uh, Russ, anything catches by surprise. I think just the bare unintentional catches me by surprise that that would be an uh, something on its own whereas i could see it related to sports or even you know covid a couple years ago people not intending but you know covid forced them out of the church to a certain degree and they just kind of fell away but the others don't really you know surprise me uh too much but um that unintentional i mean how do you just unintentionally i'm not well i think the unintentional is this and I might be oversimplifying. If the conversation occurs in your household on a Sunday, are we going to church today? Mm-hmm. You are going to be de-churched. Mm-hmm. I'm almost guaranteeing it. If that question is ever asked in your home, are we going to church today? That's the unintentional. Yeah. Okay. And so you need to nip that in the bud that that's never a question that's asked it's in your a home. Question. Of course, you're dying. Yes. It's Sunday. (laughs) We're going to church. And so that to me is where that drift begins. Mm -hmm. You open up the door for a debate on whether you're going to church on on a Sunday or not. And if if it's open for discussion, then it becomes less of a discussion over time. Mm -hmm. And it is drift. Um, drift. When we talk about drift, I mean, if you put an inner tube into a, a, you know, a, a rather placid lake you fall asleep pretty soon you're you know 20 30 40 feet from shore uh, you didn't realize it was taking place it's it's just taking place and this this drift will take place it's kind of like the the old frog in the kettle you know you, if you if you throw it in boiling water it'll jump out but if you just turn the heat up just ever so slowly you can actually cook it to death mm-hmm. you know this is that this is what is happening people are incrementally falling away from the church and uh, you know the, actually you know we we need to as uh, Hebrew the book of Hebrews says let us strive to enter the rest we need to work at um, our commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ yeah there's a reason why scripture uses athletic illustrations for the faith it is a race that's uh, uh, an enduring race that we have to strive and uh, just like in physical exercise, if we stop, we eventually start losing muscle. We eventually start uh, stop being as mobile as we were. We eventually begin, our health begins to decline. But if we put in that effort physically to work out and to exercise, you know, that's that's good for us. And we are more healthy and strong. And the same, it, same exact thing spiritually. It's work. I, when I was first married, um, 
gotten done with college, I had an education degree, and I was looking for um, jobs. And we ended up taking a job in a, in a community across the state of Iowa. And I had an elder in the church come and, and speak pretty firmly with me about how um, I should not have taken that job. Hmm. And and the reason why was because there wasn't really a good church in the area. Hmm. And I... At the time, I really didn't appreciate the conversation. I really didn't understand the conversation. I was thinking of him saying, surely we can find a church that mm-hmm. is, is solid or whatever it is. What, what the reality was, we lived there a year, and we couldn't find a good church. Hmm. We, we tried, I don't know how many, 20 different churches that we attended over the time. And then we hmm. eventually just picked one that was the best out of the bunch, but it wasn't great. I realize now what I didn't know then, like – how easy it could have been to then say, oh, why bother? Mm-hmm. And I could have become, I guess, a, a de-churched individual just because I moved to a location where it wasn't even on my radar. It, even though this person put it on my radar, it wasn't on my radar to say, would there be a place that I could go to in a church that would, would feed my spiritual mm. s- um, needs? And I think that just happens to people. They don't even think about it. Yeah, looking over this list, most people that gave a reason for leaving the church never said the reason was me. Mm. And they mm-hmm. never, they never, they didn't, they really didn't talk about their own morals or ethic or anything like that. It was always something else. It was always outside of them. And um, I think that that's a telling sign about this uh, list that we have here. And we will look further into that in the days to come. And thanks for listening. We'll see you then. 